0: Hi, I'm Rachel Cook. I'm Corey Santiago, and this is Delete Delete If if Not allowed. Allowed. Okay, mini three. You have a lot on your mind. Let's get into it.
1: I do. I've I have, well, I've had a day, but I don't know if I should start with a day or start what's really been on my mind. Should I start with what's on my mind? Start with yeah, go with what's on your okay. mind. Let's do that. So what's been on my mind is <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of time to stew about this. So I've been thinking about ranking the most helpful kind of people you meet while changing diapers in a public restroom um been doing most, some traveling least
0: i'm assuming there's some least helpful people in there right oh
1: yeah no i actually was thinking we should i was actually thinking in my head it should really be like the least helpful people ranking the most i see what you mean unhelpful maybe that's what it is ranking the most unhelpful kind of people okay, so where, like where do we begin We begin with, glad you asked, we begin with the person who offers you unsolicited parenting advice that's also unrelated to what you're actually doing. So, like, you're changing a diaper, or in my case, two diapers on one, like, family-changing station in the middle of a public restroom, and someone comes by and is like, Wow, these fancy baby clothes today, you know, like in my day, we used to just wrap them in burlap and call it a day. Like, I don't need you commenting on my kids' fashion while I'm like, you know what I mean? Like doing something like, complicated. Like,
0: no, thanks, Brenda. I'm knee deep in it right now. Like,
1: I don't have like, to engage yeah. with you. It's like, you know, unsolicited advice is like never helpful, but especially when it's like, you yeah. know, just like off topic. Oh it's just like, okay, keep it moving. Okay, so that's like definitely the most unhelpful. The next unhelpful level is the person who's oblivious that you're actually doing something complicated. Do you know what I mean? Like someone's just like, hey, like, do you know how to get back on I-95 South? It's like, (laughs) first of all, I don't speak North and South. And second of all, I'm a little busy here. Like, what about this? Second of all, I'm trying not to get shit on my
0: fingers. I don't have time to be a compass for you.
1: Like, literally, my new thing is I let Lola sit. Like, she sits on the changing table while the other one is being changed. She doesn't try to catapult herself off. Because
0: I feel like I would be like, this is a good place for me to yeet myself from.
1: Listen, this is where a lot of bribes get made. Um, Then there's like, then there's the, well, it's funny you said that. Then there's the (laughs) nervous mom that asks you if the, aren't your babies cold? It must be so cold. Like, okay. Why um, are or... they wearing socks? Because they're not. Okay. That's why. Or like, you know, they're be careful. They're going to fall off. Thank you, ma'am. I know the risks that I'm taking. I know my child's limits. I know what they will do for a Klondike bar. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I've calculated this risk. I've paid it off at M&M's. We're okay. All right. Trust me. It's worth it. <laughs> then there's the nostalgic mom. Who tells you to treasure it? Oh, and it's like, and I hear it. you. But not now. Like, not now, Janet. Like, I am literally, like, in hell. Like, please <laughs> don't tell me to treasure it. Later, I'll treasure it. But this is not the moment I'm going to treasure I'm not, it. I'm not going to look back and be like,
0: remember the time she had a blowout in the car seat on a rest stop in Virginia? I'm never going to be like, wish for those no, days.
1: No. No. <sighs> The, the next like now we're entering into like kind mm. of helpful territory okay. Okay, like um this. the next is like the empathetic mother who remembers how hard it was and this is like the a better you than me comment which is kind of nice because it's a little empowering like it acknowledges it acknowledges that like you're doing something hard you know what I mean and like that is appreciated like yes thank you you see me you've been here like okay let's go um and then I think the next level of 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 help is when someone offers you help like hey like do you need help are you okay um thank you but it's covid time and stranger danger but um if you're going to say anything that's probably what you say like can i can i do anything to help no but think if you're going to say something that's what you say yeah the most helpful ironically are the cool people without kids or person with grown kids that just silently judge you do You know what I mean? Like, just, just that's fine. That's fine. I understand. Like, you are cool. You can get a pretzel and a drink by yourself after you leave this bathroom and eat it alone. Like, I, I envy you. That's great. Good for you. Just give me that glare and keep it moving. Like, I don't need you to talk to me. I don't need your advice. I don't need anything. I just will silently. So wish the people who I
0: ignore could- you, but give you like a look like, you know, that they were looking at you.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm carrying one kid like horizontally and the other one is like screaming while puking like into my mouth, just keep it moving. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't you know, you can just let people live without making it's their like life. Harder. Yeah.
0: You you are missing one person, though, from this. Oh, and, please. and it's the person who tries to like you kind of touched on it with the asking for helpful advice, but it's a person who engages you in conversation, but does not get the hint for an extended period of time that you don't want to have a conversation with them
1: yeah no that's true I actually have been in the situation too with someone come over just to compliment my kids like oh my god like such a beautiful kid and you're just like okay like I need the wipes out of this bag that's on the floor and I'm holding one kid from wriggling and off then be like, 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 don't and how like, old want to talk to you. and how many yeah. teeth does this one have and right. how how far apart are they
0: oh do they look more like the dead shut the up. like yeah. i am doing other things like
1: th- like unless you're gonna like you see like just don't just go away like don't hundred percent hundred percent yeah so that's the deal like
0: yeah rest in... children are a different circle
1: of hell that you don't really know until like you're just in it agreed agreed we all have ptsd um <laughs> from but, it but i was like can we please not talk about this anymore <laughs> she's like we, i lived it it was enough mom you don't need to talk about it <sighs> so yeah that's what's been on my mind that's what i was waiting to mm-hmm. get off my chest no more traveling alone well you know it's just such a sham like it is. listen i i like i can't believe i made it out alive because i was thinking back to this when i started like being like four or five years old Maybe I was a little older, but I would like go to events with my dad, like my dad, like my mom had, right. I was the first of four. So she had kids at home and my dad would like take me out as the oldest for special things. And it was like the mid nineties, like kids were getting snatched. And my dad would just, like, find, like, a nice lady with kids and be like, can you, like, take her in the bathroom with you guys? Oh, and Jerry. she'd always be like, sure. <laughs> like, I know you're listening works, to like... this. Why'd you do that? <laughs> and, I mean, what are you supposed to do, though? Like, I mean, think about it. Like, it's in the 90s. Like, it was inappropriate to bring me in the, in the men's bathroom. Like, again, like, if you're in, like, now I think we're in a territory where, like, you see more family bathrooms. You see more gender neutral bathrooms. Like, it is what it is. I see plenty of moms bringing in their sons, yeah, but for I, I dads okay to bring up in their and, daughters. Up until a point.
0: So, okay, when I was a kid and, like, my grandfather would take me a bunch of places, if I had to go to the bathroom and it, like, was not a single bathroom situation, he would, like, be like, okay, we're going in. Would put his hand over my eyes, cover Aww. my eyes, and steer me into a stall. And say keep your eyes closed. He'd shut the door and he'd like stand guard in front of it and make sure that oh. no one could look in and I couldn't get out. And then when I was done, he'd be like, "Okay, close your eyes, go in again. Hands over, beep boop up out to the sink. Covert he would like wash operation. my hands, but I wasn't allowed to look. And then I had to go out because they would never like trust someone. I mean, stranger danger was real, but my grandparents like embraced the lifestyle, right? Like I was going there was there was not a moment where I was potentially someone wasn't waiting to like steal me somewhere, right?
1: Well, right. I feel like my parents also went to great lengths. They were like, look, here's the code word. If anyone oh, yes, comes to pick too. you up. And it was just like, what situation was it that someone I didn't know was coming to get me? I was Do like, I, I mean? already think that's fucking weird. If they say if they that, they're my friend. I want I'm like you don't have enough friends for me to not know which one no seriously like the finite number of people that are coming here I'm gonna know but it was just so funny like I remember that it was like if anyone shows up and said they're friends with your mom and dad like you need to be prepared to say like not so fast what's the passcode and like I still remember the passcode I still remember mine too but it's just so funny, like that. It's so weird. <laughs> they okay, prepped so us for that.
0: <laughs> I think the reason my mom and my grandparents did it to me is because my dad didn't have custody of me, and they were afraid that he would like try to take me, even though that would <laughs> that would have required my dad to have actually had some intrinsic Aww. motivation, which he was lacking. But I think that's why they got so
1: scared. Um, but that's legit. We had no, yeah. we had no potential threat like that. Just like the news, like scared did you, us. Into... <laughs> do
0: you remember those the little cards that they would you would get at like school? And it would be a place for you to – they would put a picture of you and you would have to put your fingerprints in the card so that if you got, like, snatched, they would have your fingerprints
1: and could find no, you. No, I don't remember doing that, and I don't feel like I consented to that level of surveillance, but
0: – Well, I didn't consent to it either. I had to do it. I'm going fi- to find it, and we'll post it the story because someone else's overprotective parents had to have done this. But well, they would always I... take my – They w- there was a – it was, like, a little booklet, and I had my picture, and they would update the picture all the time, and my fingerprints from when I was little –
1: I also remember, <laughs> I also remember my parents coming up with like a fire plan, like what we would do in case of a mm-hmm. fire. Like I remember you have, like, like stickers on your window. We had stickers on our window. I also had a fire ladder in my room, like in my closet. Like they were very concerned it was going to happen. I mean, it's not crazy, but at it's the same time, it was just like. I just remember, like we would have, like the family, like we'd all have to meet across the street in this location, <laughs> like you know, and again, <laughs> like it was really like the school assembly prepped us well. They were like, everyone go home and talk to your parents about a fire safety. I'm- I remember play.
0: my our fire safety meeting point was the willow tree across the street.
1: Oh, that's probably what ours was too. But like, it's just yeah, it's just wild to think about some of that stuff. I mean, it's terrifying, but um, you know, again, they parented without cell phone you know without i was cameras, gonna say this is an absence of a lot video. of resources
0: and this is just what they yeah. have something i also think about though is like the fireman sticker that went on your window that was like there's a kid in here that is like yeah. advertising someone again to snatch you out of your bedroom I I mean, again, like such a mixed
1: messages of like growing up in the, in the early nineties and the mid nineties. It's just like on the one hand, I
0: never put anything on my car that says like baby on board, nothing to suggest anything about that. I have a kid where that kid goes to school. I put nothing on the back of my car. Nothing. You don't need to know anything about me. The fact that I'm from Connecticut is too much for you to know already. Do you feel
1: like, yeah. So I guess like, do you feel like you're like a, like, do you worry about that stuff a lot? It's something that like you consciously think about as a parent? Like,
0: um, I don't like consciously think about but i think it was just drilled into my brain so much when i yeah. was a kid it's just like okay don't be a fucking idiot like don't do that i don't necessarily think someone's going to snatch her but yeah i do like i always have her near me like i don't leave her in the car alone like you know what i mean like yeah. I just, there's yeah. just things i just don't do but i'm do i have like the paralyzing fear that i think that like my parents had no
1: yeah, I feel like a lot more trusting of the world in some ways, but I also I also really don't put her anywhere that I don't I, like, know if I feel trusting.
0: Someone. I don't feel trusting of the world, but at the same time, I don't feel scared. Like I just know yeah. I know better, so I do better. It's just like a thing. Like <clears throat> okay, like you brush your teeth, so you don't get cavities. It's not because cavities make you cry. It's just because you just that's not something you want. Like that, it's the same thing. Like you just yeah. do the things right. So yeah, All right. What a rant on child safety we just had.
1: But... Yeah, I wasn't expecting to go there, but. Now, you know
0: the 90s were a weird time. Very weird. So you had a chaotic morning. I take it. I don't know anything about it, though, because we didn't burn the content. So do you want to tell me about it?
1: Yeah, I do. I had, I guess it's just like, this is a space where it's safe to
0: Be vulnerable, talk about this. Talk about yes. It.
1: I definitely just had, it might have been like one of my most, one of the most stressful mornings I've had as a working mom of two. And it just was one of those mornings where like, you know, sometimes my stories I feel like are like really funny and then they have like a great, you're like, well, Rachel's chaotic and that's cute. <laughs> this is not that story. Spoiler alert. This is like, I pretty much felt like a failure and I know it's like, okay, but it was just like not really okay um, for me. So <laughs> this morning, Monday morning, I have a lot of flexibility in my job and lola has a music class mondays from 10 to 10:45 and i was like i'm just going to like like mondays are a great time because like people are still catching up from the weekend like i'm just going to like make an effort to take her to that music class because It's a special thing for her and I to do, and, like, we can dance together and, like, whatever. It's super fun. So last week I was going to do it, but I was just so, like, overwhelmed. It was, like, there was so much happening Monday morning. Jay ended up taking her, which was great because he's on paternity leave. Today I was, like, I'm taking her. I missed out last week, and I really want to do it. Like, again, we don't get to spend a lot of one-on-one time together. I'm going to do it. Well, Jay is also recovering from being sick, which, you know, um, is really tough when you're a dad. It's really hard for them. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? I'll bring Annabelle too. I'm going to bring both kids because she's at an age where she can appreciate the music. Like, (laughs) this is where you went wrong. (laughs) So I like, I like decide this at like 8am. I'm like, I'm going to take both kids. It's going to be fine. Like, it's going to be cool. Like, I can do everything. And I'm going to start working now at 8 a.m. because I'm, like, taking this, this, like, little hour break in the middle of the morning. Like, let me get some things done. So, like, great things happening at work. I'm, like, coordinating, like, a press release going out, a website update, like, that has to, like, You know, a lot of moving pieces have to, like, all happen at the same time. On top of that, I'm, like, waiting in a call from my boss because, like, there's a time-sensitive, like, thing I have to talk to him about. And, like, all of this is, mind you, like, before 930. This is all happening. So I'm, like, doing all this and I get a weird call from, like, a local number. Like, a weird number. So, like, I pick up the phone and I'm just, like, thinking it might be my boss. It's the accountant that someone recommended on Facebook, like a mom group on Facebook. I like posted, like, does anyone know a good like CPA? And anyway, like had this free consultation with this amazing CPA mama, badass, great person. But like, I forgot I had booked the free consultation. Like it was 9 a.m. the consultation. So she calls me and she's like, hey, like I'm here to talk about your taxes. And rather than just being like, I'm so sorry, I'm not prepared. Like I didn't realize this was happening now and I'm you like were really like, busy. Yeah, I could talk about my taxes. I'm like, well I didn't get my refund last year okay. and I should have. So like I don't know. I'm like blah blah blah. Like I'm just like on the phone, like pacing, trying to be like, I need help. And like she was great. We like made a plan. So like I look at the clock. It's 915. I'm just like, okay, like Jay, like get Lola dressed. Like I'm getting ready. Then my boss calls me. I'm like talking it out with him. Then it's like 930 and I'm just like okay like This is my limit. I have to get off the phone, hang up the phone, go to get Lola's shoes on. And it's like snow outside. So I'm like, you have to wear snow boots, like a whole tantrum because she doesn't want to wear snow boots. Get the baby ready. Can't find the baby hat, whatever. We're forgoing the hat in the snow because you know what? We're just like ready to freaking go. We're
0: running to the car. We're running to the place. It's fine.
1: We get out the right. We get out the door. Um... And Lola refuses to walk. She wants me to carry her. Mm-hmm. So I have the baby car seat, the diaper bag, my phone, my keys. Like I'm like, you have to walk. And she starts screaming. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to put the baby in the car and I'll come back for you. So I go, I put the baby in the car, start the car. The car is warming up. Go back, pick up Lola, get her in the car. Then start scraping the car because it's not heating up fast enough. Then I get on the road. It's like 945 at this point, And my fuel light is on. And I'm just like, at this point, like, I'm going to get to, like, without stopping for gas, like, if I just chance it and get to the cl- place, it's going to be 10.05 in the parking lot. It'll be 10.05. But the time I get both girls out of the parking lot and into the music class, it's going to be 10.15. The class ends at 10.45. Like, I was just like, so I just was like, all right, you know what? I'm calling it like I'm just calling it like it's just a fail so I like went and got gas and I like brought Lola to my mom's which was the plan anyway after music class she goes to my mom's and I just was like this sucks like you know what I mean like it's just like the classic definition of trying to do too much like you know I came back home and I just like it just felt terrible and like you know there'll be other music classes tonight when Lola came home I like made a point to put on music and we danced in the living room like I made time for us but that feeling of like, cause then I just essentially like lost all this time of the day where I didn't get to spend quality time with my kid. I didn't do anything for work. Like I just like literally ran around in the snow being chaotic for like an hour when it was just a fail. It was just a fail, a mom fail morning. And, um, you know, not a ton of value in beating myself up over it, but also just like there are some lessons here. Like some days, the problem is some days you do it all and it feels amazing. Like there's some days where like, I'm killing this. Like, you know, like I'm badass at work and I was able to make it to music class and we had a great time. And some days you don't make it. Like some days it just doesn't work out. Well,
0: and, and I would encourage you to reframe this and think about like, okay, you called it you knew this wasn't going to work for you. You made a choice that was best for you to save your yeah. stress and everyone and like stop potential temperature and for everyone to get more frustrated and flustered. Like you knew yourself, you knew your kids. Ooh, I like that. You called it. So you did the right thing. And sometimes like- yeah, it is just like, but you would have had to leave the house anyway. You would have had to do this all anyway. So like, I don't really think it's a waste of time. I think you just knew what's going to work best for your family. And you did that thing, which is what we always want people to do anyway. So I really no, don't think right. it's worth beating yourself up on. Like, I think there's a lot of times where like, I'll just be like that too. I'm like, okay, like we're, the plan is not going to as the plan. Like I, it yep. can't happen like this anymore. Like, and that's fine. And I think it's sometimes it takes more courage to just call it and be like, we're not than to like, just feel guilted into continuing when like, you know, it's bad anyway, and no one's going to have a good time.
1: So, no, that's true. I mean, like, uh... yeah, there was this part of me that was like, okay, we can do it if we race. And then I was just like, I'm not doing that. Like, but you guess, know, but and what? I'm
0: tired of racing. I'm tired of rushing yeah. from place to place. Like sometimes I would rather eat it and like, okay, eat the $20 on the class than, like, know that I'm going to be miserable for the next hour. Because
1: yeah, no, that's exactly my happiness right.
0: is way more valuable than that.
1: Well, and again, I was like so worried because I had also like told Lola, like, "Are you ready for music class?" You know. So like, we're in the car, and I was like, "You know what? Change the plans. We're gonna go to Grammy's house." And I heard her in the backseat. She was like, "Oh," and I was like, and she was like, "I want to go to Nate and Nicole's house." Mind you, my brother lives in California. I was she's gonna never say, well, that uh, there's ain't <laughs> nothing you're doing about that. But I was. It was such a good reminder that I was like, "Is she gonna be mad at me that we're not going to music class?" And she's like living in this world where she's just like what grammy's house cool but ah, i want to go to nate and nicole's that like you know it's just like nonsense you know they'll be mad like... about
0: something else you can't control so exactly it really
1: doesn't matter it's really fine exactly and then of course when i went to pick her up today from my mom's the second i work in the walk in the door she burst into tears and was like i don't want to go with mom so i, I asked she's her if really she yeah. i know i was just like you know look i don't need you to be like mommy mommy the second i walk in the door but when my presence like evokes a tantrum you know what i mean like it's well, because she not knows she has feeling. to stop
0: having the fun that she's having and also because the rules at Grammy's house are different than the rules at home
1: well i asked her if she wanted to go get a donut on the way home and
0: mm, that <laughs> that's how i got, got her out of
1: that situation um so yeah that was the day it was a tough day it was like yeah but man let know. it go
0: let it go reframe it you I made the right, you made the right choice yeah you're okay
1: No, I like that. That's really true. It's just like, you don't, like, I really didn't do it all. I was trying to do it all and I didn't do it all because you can't always do it all. But also, sometimes, why do you want to do it all?
0: Why? There's no, my life doesn't necessarily feel fuller when I feel like I'm doing it all. I don't feel better about myself. I feel better about others' perception of myself, but I don't feel better about myself at all. Sometimes I feel like, okay, well, I did all this and like I could have spent more time doing this. It's never going to be right.
1: Well, that's the thing is like, no matter what you do, you're always going to think you could have done something differently or given more to something, you know, and like, yeah, it's just, it's the classic thing too. Like, I remember one of my supervisors telling me like, which was horrible. She said it to me sobbing, which like sounded horrible, but like, you know, and she, she said to me, she was like, like every single day somebody loses either your job, your kid, yourself, your partner, like you just can't do it all. But the other reframe for that is every day somebody wins. (laughs) Like, you know, it is impossible, I think, to give to all to everyone all the time. But, you know, again, we've talked about this on the podcast, too. It's like balance doesn't mean every day you perfectly divide everything into equal wow. effort
0: and also the loses and wins mindset is just like so encapsulating in a day that like a day is it and a day is all you have exactly like, if i i'm not like the things i do at work take forever to do like if if one day yeah. just didn't work out like today i had a super frustrating day at work like i wanted to like i got off a call at like 10 o'clock and i was like that's it i want to go home i want to take the rest of that off i can't believe they talk like that i can't believe i wasted my time and I was just like, you know what? This actually doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to let it go because there's a million other things to do. Like, there's other, like, it's a longer road, right? Same with your kids. It's a longer road. Like, yeah. even if today, like, I lost my shit because I did a little bit because she, oh, God. We have a oh. little Target cash register toy. Do you have this?
1: No, but we would like one. Avoid. Avoid. Rule? Avoid. <laughs> Avoid.
0: Okay, because I it has, it has a little key, a plastic key that goes to lock oh, and unlock God. the register, which is chefs, Target why why did you do that why do kids need
1: keys like why they
0: don't don't. so first of all let's backtrack a little bit christmas day she loses the key and thankfully it was unlocked but i and she was like but i need the key i said well you lost it too bad i that was it it fell into like my mother-in-law's purse and she found it and they gave it to us later so i was like look what lita found we have your key so now she likes to just lock it unlock it because she's figured it out right and then, so she's playing with it. And then she had the key in her hand. And I keep saying, like, put the key away so we don't lose it. She doesn't listen. And then she's laying on the play mat, like, hands behind her head, like this. We're watching Spidey and His Amazing Friends, one of my least favorite shows on the planet that she loves. Um, and then I noticed she's putting the key, like, near her mouth. Like, oh, and it's gosh. a tiny key. And I said, do you get that away from your mouth. And she looked at me and went, Nope. Uh, and I, was, I, like, leapt off the couch. I was like, That's dangerous. You could choke. And I flung it out of her hand. And I was like, you never do that. And she started crying. And then she said, What hold you? I said, I'm not going to hold you. Aww. I said, I know I said, Are you just feeling mad because I yelled? And she said, Yeah. And I said, I did get loud with you, but I had to because you needed to pay attention because it wasn't safe and like we have to keep you safe. Well, why? Which I also hate Aww. to say. Yeah. Because that key could choke and that could hurt you. You could not breathe. That would be really bad. Well, why? I'm like, that it, that's just the rule. We just don't put keys in our mouth. We don't put <laughs> and she's always shit in her mouth. I'm like, What why are you chewing and stuff? So like but again, so like I lost my shit a little bit, but I'm like, Okay, someone lost today? No, it's just You know, we're going to keep ebbing and flowing. It's a journey. Like, today, I I fought a little too hard. So maybe I'll scale it back tomorrow.
1: Like, that's fine. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Listen, I am all with you. Like, why does she need to be the shift supervisor? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just give the kids a cash register. They don't need the keys to the cash register. No, they don't need the keys. Like, you're making our life harder. We, like, yeah, we frequently lose the keys to toys all the time. I just, they're not old enough. It's, like, they don't have the responsibility, like, enough for, for keys. keys. And, like, um, if you don't
0: put the coins in the right way, the drawer doesn't shut. I'm, like, not designed by a mom.
1: Not at all. Um, Yeah, listen. But when it comes to safety, you got to do it. I mean, I think you I, I post on my... Um, the other night we like had to take a a extension cord away from her, like an orange extension cord cord. it wasn't plugged in but she was trying to chew it and I was just like what is happening like it's it's a very confusing age because in some ways they're so capable and communicative but they still have zero judgment and like you know it's just zero
0: judgment and they also they want to control stuff right so even when you say no they'll like not take that seriously because like I can do whatever I want like they know they can and they know that they can push that boundary and that is so frustrating the
1: scariest thing i think is when you say no and they smile and like defy you like that really brings out like a rage in me that i didn't know that I had. flips a switch in me that is feral honestly exactly and it's like very hard like like, very hard to be responsible for what happens out of my mouth after that. Like, I really, I'm trying I try to, really like, hard. only use that when, like, it's a safety thing. But it usually is. Like, usually is. if I'm saying no to something so abruptly, it's because there's some legitimate danger. And that's always when she's just, like, th- to, but, like, you know, I guess an example of not that is tonight she was, like, she finished her mac and cheese and she was, like, using her fork to pretend paint the wall. Like the fork was clean, so like, but it was I just mean. like the sound of the metal fork on the wall, the paint. Like, I was just like, Stop. we just don't put I forks like... on the wall. That's what I'd say. It's just a rule. We don't yeah. put forks on the wall. Sorry. And she like looked at me, made eye contact, and, and then like dropped the fork behind the couch. Oh, and I was just like, oh. livid. like I was just like, my why eye, like, switches. Oh, <laughs>
0: I like it would lose my ever loving mind. Like, and it's funny because even like today, like she has the like the uh the learning tower where she can like climb up and be like counter height with the kitchen and she like will swing on it sometimes And i'm like what is wrong with it? no feet on the thing like and i tell her all the time and then she started crying saying i was like she was about to like flip over and then she started crying because i said don't do that like we can't do that and chris said to her like mommy isn't yell like being loud with you because she's mad at you mommy wants to keep you safe and i was like yeah. oh, thank you for being able to be the peaceful person to do that like yeah, yeah. i have to lose my shit thanks so much but it is just yesterday so we go through these like protesting nap days she was in her in her converted crib right so it has like half a rail on the side so she can't like flip off and what is she doing she's climbing up the she doesn't have to climb she can get out like (laughs) nothing she's on the pillow like trying to climb over like headboard like the oh my god and i looked at the camera and i talked i said get off the pillow right now and she froze (laughs) i just like waited and i said now get off the pillow and then she like and i was like it is very dangerous get off right now and then she got off and i said lay down and shut your eyes (laughs) and she just went like this I just shut her eyes so tight, and I was just like, oh. And, like, it it was just kind of funny because she, like, looked at the camera and was like, oh, fuck, that's on me, isn't it? Like, that's for me. (laughs) Like, it all came together there. And I just, like, but it's, again, because I don't want you to, like, crack your head open. Of
1: course, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean mommy, but, like. Well, and that's why I think all that gentle parenting stuff, it's, like, it's really, like, for a different. I mean, I know people would argue with me and say that you should start it now, but, like, Um, it's for an older it's Hot take. Old. You
0: heard it here. Gentle parenting bullshit. Sorry. It is. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's not for toddlers. It's not because they're it's like, not for
1: toddlers. fuck it's your feelings. That's what I, don't care. I don't care. Yeah, we're not ready for Like, I don't feel like I can make an honest assessment if it works or not until my kid is like, I don't know, four or five. Like... I don't know.
0: Every kid I've seen being gentle parented in public is an absolute tornado, so no. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with no. But if you're trying it and you really want to make it work, I support you if that's what you want to do. It's just not like We don't do that all the time in our house. It just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Okay. Can I share something that's been on my mind this week? Yes. Okay. So I shared last week, how I had like a pregnancy complication that I learned about, right? So I was waiting for like the way my doctor's office does things when you have to be referred is they call the, like the MFM practice where I live is in hospital. They have a satellite office, but they're in the hospital. They have a whole antenatal testing unit as like a part of the hospital. So it's a very large hospital. Not very large, but pretty big. Um so they have to call them and tell them like they give a referral for what you need. And then the antenatal testing unit calls you to schedule you. And it usually takes two days for them to do that. So they like referred me on a Monday. I had an appointment on a Thursday. And my will be just a regular appointment. And I hadn't heard anything by then and I was fuming at this point because I was like, this is like google tells me my life is gonna end like why are you not doing this and i was already like having mental breakdown a little bit so i walk into that appointment and the nurse comes in to like do her chit chat <laughs> it's just like no one has called me like this has not been scheduled this is serious like what is wrong with you not what is wrong with you because it's not the nurse's fault but i was just like what's the problem here like yeah didn't send something they were supposed to send like what occurred so like they go through like they did send it but they like gave me the number to call, like that they would use the physician like line to get to the scheduling unit. I also have a mental breakdown in the office with my OB because I'm like this is stressing me out so bad. And like normal people, when your OB would be like, "Yes, this happens," but like your situation doesn't stress me out, would take comfort in that. That to me means you aren't alarmed, <laughs> and why are yeah. you? Not, why are you not more scared? I'm I get with, that. Get on my level. Um. So they she like spent a lot of time with me, like talked me down, like we made kind of a plan or whatever. But she was like, just call the agency. like she like don't you don't have to wait just call today like who gives a shit it's a secretary who who just call them it doesn't matter and then call us back if you have any issues so I call when I get home and the who like okay keep in mind this is for like high risk women and babies right okay so maybe you should have like an ounce of compassion answering the phone she answers atu what do you need and I'm like okay um I need to schedule an appointment that you're supposed to get her for I never got a call. Name, what doctors on the form? I'm like, there's fucking six of them. I think I give you all the. We don't have anything under your name, the my address for the doctor. I'm like, oh, but she sent it, and I have the confirmation slip. Oh. And she goes, I can't help you. I have nothing. Uh. And I, and then she's like, that's all I have for you, and click, done. I was like, okay. oh my
1: god. So, so, so,
0: cool. so I call my Obi back. I'm like, they never got their referral. They're like, they're full of shit. But we'll send it again. So they send it again. They call me, they're like, okay, we just sent it, we got another confirmation slip, give them five minutes, and then call them back. I call them back, it rings one and a half times, and I get sent to voicemail.
1: Oh my god. But I call from a
0: different, I call ten times that day and don't get an answer. Mm. I leave a message, no one calls me back. The next day I'm like, I've had it. Like, at this point, it's now a week since the last ultrasound, and I'm supposed to have seen them in this week. That's why I had to call my OB back, who then had to call every single line that they could into the hospital. They could get in touch with nobody. They had to leave messages. They had to call this doctor. They had to call that. All of this had to happen for then someone to call me back later and be like, oh, hi, Mrs. Santiago. We'd love to. Sc-. I was like, what's the earliest thing you have? Yeah. So done. But like, it should not be that hard. It shouldn't take me yeah. as the person who needs help as a pregnant person or anyone, just point blank, to get the level of help that you need to be seen, to be diagnosed, like- what the f and then the soonest thing they have is thursday so like it's going to be two weeks out not that it makes a difference because it doesn't but then when i'm talking to Obi, she's like well we also like could be wrong it could not be this no i was like um come again what do you mean like apparently that thing like looks like a marginal chord insertion like they're both chord insertion differences but it's like hard to tell them the- she's like so it could just be marginal which would be better and i'm like
1: No, you have not taken this time of my life and energy and stress and worry for something that you're not sure about. Like, no, that is maddening. And it is so stressful. Like, it's so stressful advocating for yourself. But then when you're advocating for your unborn child, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, I, I, yeah. So,
0: like, I had this, like, rash on my face. And I was like, can you also, while I'm here, like, tell me what this rash is? And she's like, you are breaking out in hives. You need to, like, put hydrocortisone on that. And also, it's because you're stressed out. I'm like, big
1: hydrocortisone. So I don't know, like I just like lost my mind. Yeah, she this is stress-inducing, like, stress okay. inducing, like she, navigating the healthcare system.
0: And she was very understanding, like sat with me for a long time, like talked everything out. It was very nice. But I don't think I would have gotten the level oh. of care that I got oh. had I not lost my mind. And it just shouldn't have to be that way. Like you yeah. should come at me that compassionate period because this is scary. And then she kept saying, I just really want you to like enjoy the pregnancy. I said, that's just oh. not going to happen for me. I'm just not no. a kind of person who does that. I'm really sorry. And she was like, well, like – I was like, I, I said, I never want to be pregnant again after this. Like, I just don't. And she was like, Well, don't let it ruin. I said, I didn't want to have more of the two kids anyway. It's okay. But like, now I'm really sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could do this again. She's like, Well, then I really want you to enjoy it because it's your last one. And I was like, I just cannot yeah. emphasize this to you enough how much I do not care. <laughs> like, I just yeah, want. Yeah. Like,
1: you don't have to enjoy pregnancy. You don't have to like, enjoy it.
0: And some people just don't. Like, yeah, I do, I do that's feel like I'm enjo- not enjoying it, but I'm like hating it less. Like, I, it's, there's more like exciting things that are happening now. And like, He's like kicking me right now, so it's funny. But it's like that's exciting. But it's like also I'm paralyzed by fear for other things. So it's like it's it's a you're excited and scared at the same time. And like that's fine. But just it's like I want you to enjoy. I was like, listen, I will be I will enjoy it better when I can like see him and he's uh, I can hold him and do something about it. Like that's when I'll be okay. But like I just need to kind of get through this part. And she was like, that's just not a good. I was like, I get it. But like that's just the way I'm gonna live.
1: I was like,
0: I said, makes me feel better. Is that like I need to have a plan? What would the plan be? And she was like, well. They're gonna scan it. They're gonna check it, and then they're not gonna do anything. You won't get another scan until you're 28 weeks. I said that does not feel good for me because I would be 22 weeks at this point. I'm like that's like six weeks, and then then she's like, then you'd get scans every four weeks. I was like, not that's not enough monitoring for me. <laughs> so basically, she said I could ask for more frequent monitoring. They will probably give it to me, but if not, like I can call back and try to like do bedside ultrasounds in between or something. So like again, I'm glad someone's willing to accommodate me, but it's only because I lost my mind and like I have anxiety. Yeah. Like that's it. Um I wouldn't have gotten that reassurance otherwise and I think any pregnant woman would want that. So Of course. I'm just very frustrated with our healthcare system and like how broken it is and how much like we just don't give a shit about moms. We don't give a shit about pregnant people. We don't give a shit about parents. We just don't we just straight up don't give a shit. So that's what's frustrating to me this week. Um and if there's anyone listening who could help me advocate for, ch- for change there, um that would be great because I'm over it.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Wow. So that's been a <laughs> this week (laughs) that's mom day that's That's, monday for you it's mom day day. okay but what is something that like is good this week that for you like good that happened something you're into like made life easier or was funny
1: well funny i guess you know there's always funny moments with lola um Today she was like pretending to be in a house and I was doing little pigs, little pigs, let me come in, you know, knocking on the door. And so I said it, I was like, little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, like, you okay. Alive, girlfriend. And she was like, we did it again. she's like, okay, come into my house. Like it was just so cute. Like that. She just was like this like happy little bubbly. Like she didn't want to play that the wolf blows the house down. She wanted to just be like, come on in I love to host you like it was adorable I love that so that was a cute little moment that's
0: so cute Allie's now like realizing when I do something different with like my hair or my nails or something so I painted my nails red and the, I did it at night and when I went to get her up the next morning she like took my hand she goes mom you're, you painted your nails they look really good
1: oh my god that's so, so I, cute she, like, she's
0: looking at them like this she goes I just love your nails
1: I just love that's your hair bob
0: I got ready to go to Mandy's baby shower and she was like mommy you look so pretty could you just stay home though oh that's adorable and then she said I need to go to the baby shower I said mm, you don't need to go to the baby shower actually Mommy."
1: Needs I to- can't wait till Lola gets in that phase I mean we're still in the phase where I'm like I love you she's like I only love daddy and I'm just like cool 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 they cool, really cool, can, cool, can
0: cool. humble you sometimes truly oh
1: yeah yeah <laughs> wow
0: welcome to toddlerhood i can't believe they're so old they're not but you know what i mean i know like i'm gonna have a three three three-year-old in a month
1: so far so grown yet so far from grown (laughs) it's the illusion
0: of acting mature for me yeah oh all right anything else on your mind this week you want to chat about
1: i think that's enough i just like i'm gonna go eat a, a ice cream like you know i did uber
0: eats um a carvel sunday to my home and then when i got on the zoom to um talk to rachel i was like oh my god what's on my camera no i had hot fudge like streaked across my face i thought
1: it was just like a new lip gloss it was it was great
0: um if i ever put lip gloss on that way you can call someone to take me away
1: (laughs) yeah but this is your if you needed a sign to go eat some ice cream this was it
0: listen here's the takeaways go eat some ice cream No one's winning. No one's losing. You're doing a great fucking job. Just chill the fuck out. It's okay if it didn't go as planned. That's fine. Like, there's other things in life to stress about. Like, you being a good parent is not one of them. You're a good mom. You're a good dad. You're a good parent. Some days are just fucking hard. But, like, we're all going through it. Let's just be vulnerable. Let's be honest about
1: it and help each other out. Like Yeah, and not say anything when you see a mom – Struggling and changing a diaper in a public restroom. Just keep yeah, it you, moving.
0: You can just keep your app <laughs> shut and keep those leggies walking. Just keep on moving out. That's all you need to do. So <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Delete If Not Allowed. We'd love if you'd send in your parenthood questions or hottest mom group drama to deleteifnotallowedpod at gmail.com. This podcast was hosted by Rachel Cook and Corey Santiago, produced by Megan Conroy, Rachel Cook, and Corey Santiago. Edited by Jesse Sander, music by Nate Sander. We'd like to thank our husbands, our daughters, and all the people who helped us along the way, however big or small. New episodes of Delete If Not Allowed drop every Wednesday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Delete If Not Allowed Pod, or find us on Facebook as Delete If Not Allowed.